Hello, my friend. So here's a funny story. You know how as soon as you set yourself a goal or a target or just like a, hey, I'm going to do this because I think it would be awesome if I could get disciplined enough to do this. You get sick. <laughs> like, do you know this? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do one episode a week because I love doing this. I love talking to you. I love watching films. And I was like, I'm going to do one episode a week. And then my job was like, hey, you can work double hours. And I was like, thank you. I need this because I really need the money. Because I'm a student and I'm poor. And I need more money so that I can lower my debts. And I was like, okay, great. And I, I had my internship and I had like stuff for friends. And I I will tell you more about this later. But I set myself a target today to go on five dates a month. And... And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the first film of Narnia. And so I have watched 20 minutes because I went on a dinner date with my friend and we had sushi. And the day after, my stomach was like, I don't know about this. I don't, I don't know about this. And oh my goodness, it just got worse. Like every day after that, got wor- it got worse. So, and, and I f- like... I'm not, nothing's hurting. I'm not sick, but I constantly feel like I need to puke. So when I stand or sit, it's terrible. When I walk or cycle, it's okay. But it it like, I don't, I don't even know what's happening. My sister, who works in nursing, but who enjoys Googling symptoms, um, which is not good, which they should tell, like, they should teach people, <laughs> like, don't Google symptoms, like, don't do it, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it, she was like, so, do you have this, and that, and this, and that, and I was like, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, and she was like, well, you could have this, or that, and I was like, no, 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 Dr. Google, we're not doing this, no, I'll be fine, I just need to, I don't know, I, I don't know. So, <laughs> but I've just been like, you know how you get sick and then you're trying to do stuff. Like I was trying to work because I was like, I can make more hours. And literally then I got sick the day after. But you're trying to do stuff when you're sick, but you just, you you can concentrate until the pain gets too bad. And then you need to lay down and just lay there and and you're just like I'm pathetic <laughs> like I'm so useless right now I want to do stuff like your head is like I'm I'm ready to do stuff blah 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 but as soon as you sit up you're like nope not doing this this is not working this is not happening and so I was like am I really not gonna put out an episode the first week I set a target like last week I put up an episode and I was like okay we're gonna do this one episode a week because I really want to build consistency because I love doing this because I have fun doing this and I just want to just be a consistent person one episode a week I'm not saying like a day or something because it's too like life is a little too crazy for that but like one episode a week so every Sunday I can check myself did I do an episode this week and I was just like really you're not even going to make it till week two? Are you serious? And <laughs> I was like so upset with myself. I was like, this can't be happening. So I'm laying in bed with like a stomach ache. And I'm like, well, and my stomach just like, there's something is wrong with it. I don't know what it is. So I've, I 
But okay, well, I, I will finish that sentence. So I'm laying in bed with a stomach ache, knowing that if I sit up, I'll want to puke. But I haven't done that ever since I got sick. So I feel like that would be the solution. But my body's just like, no, no, we're not doing that. And I'm like, but if that fixes it, can we just... And it's like, no, no, we're not doing that. No, we're just going to enjoy the pain for a couple of days. And I'm hoping over here that it's going to end at some point. But well, we'll see. Anyway. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to talk about a film I know. And I might do a part one and a part two. A part one when I only talk about the stuff I remember from the film. Because I've watched this film many times. Because I love this film. It makes me laugh. And at the same time, it like taught me about dating. <laughs> so I'm like, this might not be the best teacher. But it's a good one. Uh, because if you have to come up with dates like what to do it's actually a pretty useful film because it's called 50 first dates and so um so i watched the trailer again i got the story back in my head but if i'm off on any details i i do want to watch it again and then talk to you about it but right now i can't sit up um or stand for too long although it's funny yesterday a friend was here and me, my sister and her, we played games all night. And we laughed a lot. And laughter helps because it made me forget the pain. So I do think that doing stuff helps because it makes me forget the pain. But at the same time, not entirely. Like the pain is still there in the service. I just don't think about it that much. But laughter does help. I did realize that, which makes me so happy because I'm like, okay, so laughter helps. So it, like, you know, it doesn't hurt as much. And I also, like, I learned a while ago that if you laugh when something hurts, it hurts less because you're tricking your brain. So I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm just doing that. I'm just laughing a lot. I'm just, like, fake smiling makes you happier. Did you notice? If you just put your, like, if you just um, push your, the sides of your mouth up in a smile, you're happier. It, because you trick your brain into thinking you're happier, even when you're sad. So when you're super mad, like you can't be mad and fake a smile. You can't be sad and fake a or No, you can't be sad and fake a smile. It's easier to, than if you're mad and fake a smile. But it it helps when you go. I'm terrified of syringes. So when you go take the vaccine or a shot or whatever, or they they take like take your blood um, and you smile. I mean, first of all, look away and then you smile it will ease the pain because smiling also makes your body relax a bit so it will hurt less with your muscles. I'm learning here, my friend. I'm learning. Anyway, this film is called 50 First Dates and I thought it would be very fitting because I set myself a goal because I haven't... I haven't hadn't been on a date for a year and a half ever since I got back from Canada I hadn't been on a date basically because I got back from Canada for two months so I tried to see everybody again I tried to move back into my home and like just pick up my life here again and then COVID hit and I I didn't want to run the risk of getting COVID and giving it to my grandparents or getting COVID and not being able to see my grandparents for a month. I was like, no, I am not running this risk. First of all, I lived with my parents for six months because I was like, well, if I'm going to have to be in lockdown, I better be with my family. So I first moved in here. And then when I finally got back to my city, I was like, 
I because I I had to travel by train and like public transport for two and a half hours uh, to get back to my family and to see my grandparents. And I was like, well, one grandpa couldn't take the vaccine because he was too sick, and the others eventually got the vaccine, but that's been only like very recently, and. I was like, well, I'm not going to be the reason they get it. I'm not going to be the reason they get COVID. Because if they die of COVID, I will never forgive myself. So I decided, I was like, I'm not dating as long as I need to protect them. And so my my two grandparents who are still alive um, got vaccinated. But my one grandpa who couldn't get vaccinated because he was too sick, he died. And it was sad and it was horrible and it was like a very slow, long death. And it made me, you know, like, but I was there a lot because I had decided that that was going to be my priority. My family being there, talking to him, just getting or like learning as much about his life and gaining as many stories as I could from his life before he passed. That was my goal. I was like. I need. I want to know how you met my grandma. I want to know what you did in your life. I want to hear the stories of how how handsome you were when you were growing up. Like I want to hear all of it. I and I did. I I decided that that was most important, and it was. And I did it, and I have no regrets. And then it was interesting. Two weeks after he passed, so we had a whole week of like. Um, organizing the funeral, having the funeral, I spoke at the funeral, all that stuff. And then two weeks after, my I was um, doing my morning meditations that come with my yoga because it calms my brain. <laughs> it like slows it down and it's like, let's focus on one thing before we go pew, every, every different direction we can go again for the rest of the day. And I was sitting there and like a word kind of like hit me and because um, Yoga with Cassandra, she does like um, um, a word of the day. So at the end of uh, at the end of a ten minute yoga session, she is like, "What is your word of the day?" And I almost got like hit in the face with this word, and it was love. And it was like, Whoa, "Okay, all right, hello there, that's nice." And then. A couple of days later, I decided, because I had sworn off like any dating apps. My friend and <laughs> and I, we went on, I think we went on Tinder for two hours, two months before. And we were like, no, nah, we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not, nope. <laughs> but then I said myself, uh, but then I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I want to figure out how to date because I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this well because I haven't. I haven't done that a lot. I wasn't interested in dating until I was like 20. I I genuinely, I had seen so many shitty relationships that I was like, I'm not doing that. I'll be single very happily. I'm not doing that. And so I was, I was thinking maybe I should set myself a goal. Maybe I need to figure out how to date, how to date well. I'd never been on a second date. And that's not because, like, nobody wanted me for a second date. It's because I barely dated throughout my life. Because I had a full, happy, great life. I still do. It's not that I'm dating because I need to fill a hole in my life. It's I want to date because I want to figure out how the heck to do this thing. 
I, like my life is full. My life is awesome. When I was trying to plan it, I was like, um, I don't have a lot of time. Where am I going to even put this <laughs> in my calendar? And then the the guy kept texting every day, and I was like, I don't, I don't have. I thought that if we would plan a date, we didn't have to text to them because I don't have time to answer. It was just the whole thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a situation. Where was I? So I decided I was gonna do five dates a month, and it it did it. It wasn't five dates with the same person or five different people to date. And I came up with that because my friend, she was like, hey, I want to take you out on a date. Because you've been through a shitty period of time, like through a shitty period. And I want to do something great for you. I want to take you out on a date. I'm paying. And then we can do a sleepover. So she, you know, we went on a date. She came to sleep over at my place. We had a great time. And my other friend who lives in my building, she hang out with us in the evening. The three of us got closer, so now we're a group of three. And it was just awesome. She came on the skateboard. So she she went on the skateboard into the city, me cycling. She hang on, you know, like all the, all the fun stuff. So we had sushi, which is the reason I got sick. But <laughs> that's, that's beside the point. Um, but she asked me on a date and I was like, I'm going to do five dates a month. And not four, because four is one a week, right? Five, you have to put in effort to make that happen. Because it's more dates than there are weeks in a month. So you need to, like, put in the effort there to make that happen. And I was like, I'm going to do that. How am I going to meet guys? Because I like guys. I've tried to like girls, but it wasn't for me, sadly. Because I had this period, I don't know if you've ever had this, but I had this period where I was like, if I could just be a lesbian, my life would be so much easier than trying to figure out guys. <laughs> I had this period for two years, but I am not a lesbian. So that boat left my life. And I was like, well, we're going to have to figure out how to do this. And I got a lot better over the past two years. Um, talking to guys and like being around guys, but I know that when I talk to a guy I find cute, I get awkward, like really awkward. I I start mumbling. I start saying stupid shit. No, that's not true. I I always say that. I start being quiet. Like I I stop saying things. That's actually more accurate. I stopped talking. I, me and my friend, well, yeah, me and my ex-friend, this is this is the shitty stuff that my friend was like, I'm going to take you out on a date because I had two friends who really just hurt me over the past couple months and then my grandpa died. And I was like, <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> that was a really shitty period. Although my grandpa dying was really shitty the time before that, meant that I became hyper-intentional. You know how sometimes you need a wake-up call? Like, and I love my family, and I always went to them every two weeks, a weekend, because I was like, I, I want to spend as much time with you as I can. I want to learn your stories. I want to I wanna learn everything from you that I can, because my grandparents, they, they were the most amazing people. They taught me so much about life. They raised me, partially, because when my parents work worked, I would be at my grandparents. So 
they taught me about life. They taught me about love. They showed me what a good marriage can be like because they both, like both of the my grand grandparents, they were married for more than fifty years, and they, oh my goodness, they were examples. So, my grandpa is buried next to my grandma. Like they, he arranged that before he died. When she died, he was like, "No, I want a spot for two because I want to lay next to her." It's just, it's just like they, they, they were the best. Um, and I say were because my other grandparents who are still alive are not the pre- the people they used to be. One is disappearing because of dementia, and the other one disappeared, and it's like a shell is left because of Parkinson's disease. So I say were I still visit them, but. They are not the grandparents I remember, right? Anyway, so I <laughs> I love how I go off on the trail and then I forget what I was trying to t- tell you. But okay, so I was like, okay, I'm going on five dates. I need to figure out how to meet guys. And because of COVID, I was like, okay, well, I, I, I'm going outside, I'm meeting people, but you don't really talk to people. Like, I say hi to people, but I don't really talk to a lot of random people outside of the place where I live, right? I I do talk to people when they want to, but very often it's not, like, it's the people I talk to when I'm outside of my room, or outside of my, not, not my room, but my, um, like, the property where I live, are not cute guys. They're basically like people walking their dog and or yeah and or elderly people or you know people who have time and are (laughs) because most guys that i see walking on the streets have a girlfriend which i'm all for that because that that's good but you can't really talk to a guy who has a girlfriend (laughs) this is one of my rules i don't know if you've ever if i've ever told you this I have a switch in my head that I can like a guy and find him cute. This is this was my problem though for the past couple of years before I left for Canada. I would find guys cute and would get along well with them and then I would find out they had a girlfriend or they were dating someone seriously and my brain I I don't know if I built this in because I've seen so much crappy things or because this is just my brain but my brain once I know that they're in a relationship, my brain is like out, like it not out, but like my attractiveness part of my brain is like, nope, not attractive anymore. They're taken. And I see that as a strength because I am not going to ever steal or make uh, someone's boyfriend or make someone cheat or whatever, because I just... I, I just wouldn't be able to live with myself. So my brain has a switch that's like off for finding someone attractive. And that's a really easy way to make guy friends, which made it easier for me to learn how to talk to guys. And my friends, then my friends got good boyfriends and showed me what a healthy relationship can look like. Because I knew all the versions of shitty relationships, right? Growing up, high school... Uh, <laughs> elementary school, high school, first years of uni, I saw all the crappy options. I saw it. I heard all the heartbreak. I saw my friends go through every possible shitty scenario. I saw what they 
with partners did to them what they did to their partners and I was like no I no and and you even learn if you're not in a relationship you even learn from friendships or family I did at least I learned a lot from my friendship problems because I learned about lies and secrets and I learned about putting in effort and equal investment and all the stuff that comes with that and it made it really clear for me like what I am looking for in a guy what I'm not looking for in a guy who I am what I'm working on what my strengths are what my weaknesses are I'm I'm learning I'm learning how to deal with confrontation as I go but I'm asking my friends that I trust for advice because I need to have a healthy confrontation with another friend who stopped investing time and effort into me. And at some point I was like, okay, I need to let you go. And th- the confrontation that's coming with that, I need to be, I want to be the best version of me prepared for that. And in order to be that version... I need help. I need advice. So I have friends that I go for to for advice. I'm like, hey, I got this situation. And you know how you go to different friends for different things for advice? Yeah, same. <laughs> so I was like, this is a situation. Please tell me how did I handle this? What did I do wrong? What was the problem? And my friends has told me, like my friends told me, they were like, you overreacted. That was a shitty way to answer you shouldn't have said that. You should have said it like this. You could have done it like that. And they teach me. Because they know more than I do. And I'm so glad that I'm learning from them. And that I have them in my life. And that they're like, hey, you messed up. But that's okay. I'm still your friend. But let me show you how you can do it next time. So that this doesn't happen again. Anyway, I'm learning all that. And at the same time now, I'm like, okay, I want to figure out how to date. And how to do this well. Because I don't know how to do this. And so I went on a dating app and I started, you know, swiping left and right. And I am not a very picky person when it comes to your outside looks. I will swipe on someone who I'm like, you're not the most attractive dude, but your bio makes me laugh. I will swipe for that because uh, if you can make me laugh through a screen... You got points for, like, you got points for me. Um, But also, like, you don't have to have, you know, these, uh, you know how people are sometimes like, I want blonde hair and blue eyes and blah, 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 which is stereotypical Dutch. I'm just like, please be taller or just as tall as me. Have all your teeth. Don't be bald. (laughs) And, I don't know, look nice. And not nice as in, like, look like a photo model or like a like a model to be honest i very often am like no not this model because they they look either angry because their pictures are not smiling i I like guys who smile okay that's like i need i need you to be happy i'm not i'm not ready to date an angry guy i'm not doing that so when someone's smiling in their pictures and not smoking those are those are my things because i grew up in a household where my mom was like, you're not smoking in my house. You're not smoking near my door. You're sm- If you want to smoke, like my uncle and one uncle and one aunt, they smoke. And my mom was always like, if you want to smoke, you can go stand in the garden. Like two 
meters away from the door. And so if it would rain, they would be standing there because my mom was like, not in my house, not close to the door. I don't want that in my house. She's the reason my dad stopped smoking because they moved in. And my mom was like, you can smoke outside. You're not smoking in my house. And so I've never smoked. I don't think I ever will. And I'm very happy with that. Um, But anyone who has pictures with cigarettes and think that's cool, I'm like, nah. Anyone who, who is only at festivals and looking for someone to get drunk with, nah, I'm good. You know what my girlfriend nights are like? They are tea and talking. There's no alcohol involved there anymore because we're very happy just talking and having deep, fascinating conversations and being idiots and dancing like crazy people. Both. But we don't need alcohol for that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I love sitting on a terrace and with a like a pint of beer and just chatting away into the night but or going dancing but i'm not there to get drunk in the first place that's not the reason i do something so that's that i swipe left and then just you know you you do have a type i know that my type is it looks dutch canadian or german <laughs> i don't know how that happens but that's my type <laughs> um yeah, and then I just started chatting to different guys. And it's it's so funny, right? Because you so fast, you see what you can talk to or who you can talk to and who you can't talk to. Because they will start saying all this weird stuff or they're terrible. Oh, you know, these people who are terrible at chatting and I uh, like texting. And I, I know it's not a bad thing because these people are very often... My cousins are like this. They're horrible at texting, but they're great at talking. So... I, I don't knock them for it. I don't, I'm not like, oh no, you're terrible at texting. We're not doing this. But I do know those people where you have to like pull out a, an answer because otherwise they don't say anything. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, But yeah, so I, I met this one dude who was so much, so much fun to text with. And then I decided, okay, well, if you're this much fun to text with, let's meet. And of course, I, well, not of course, but I decided that I wasn't going to ask anybody out. I was like, no, if you like me enough, you're going to ask me out. Why? Because in the past, I've asked a, guy, a guys out and it was always weird because I didn't know if it was an actual date because I didn't ask him out on a date. I, and I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I am not doing this. I want to be asked out and otherwise we're not going out. And because it's, to me... That's a sign of like, hey, I find you fun enough to ask you out. And because I already know that I would say yes, I'm like, I'm just going to see what you think. Um, and of course, on these dating apps, there are a lot of weird people that like, if someone starts with, hey, sexy, you're like, no, <laughs> they will. this will not end well. <laughs> um, it was funny. This one dude, he, he said, hey, sexy, blah, 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 blah. So what are you doing tonight? And he was, I was like, I'm not, I don't want this. Like, I want a date. I'm not your one night stand. No, thank you. <laughs> and, and I didn't even lie, but it was like, huh, I'm going to Bible study. <laughs> and then he, he was like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out religion and like what it means. And so I thought I would go to Bible study. And he, and he was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then he disappeared. And I was like, good, <laughs> that's better. <laughs> um so yeah i decided to go on this date with this one dude and 
it was so much fun. The leading up to it was super hilarious because me and my friend, you know how they say that women watch too many crime series? Yeah, that's accurate. You know how they say that the media um, really focuses on all the stuff that goes wrong? Yeah, that's really accurate. Because the first, like, as soon as he would say something that was like, could have been, that not even was, but could have been a little bit shady, we were like, is he going to kidnap me? <laughs> because he would pick me up at the train station and then we would drive to this place. So, not his place, this place. Like this place, nature thing. Which was awesome, by the way. He really... It was a great first date. I was really impressed. And I was like, shoot, I wanted to plan the second date. But what am I going to do? Because, well, this is this is what I'm now trying to do. Trying to figure out what to do on a second date. Because I have never been on a second date. So I don't even know if you want this information. But I thought I would share this. Because the film Fifty First Dates really made me think about this and I I want to watch it and then talk to you more about the film itself but I do think that it's so important to to, to put in effort in these days and to come up with some good ideas and some cool things and at the same time to be relaxed and chill about it because it will come when it comes I'm 22 and I'm now figuring out how to date and my friend that I talked to yesterday she was also like I didn't know how to do this. Thank goodness I had a boyfriend who had a relationship before because I didn't know how to do any of this. And it was funny because when we got into the car, he talked about the city where he'd been in the north where I'm from. And he was like, oh, that's awkward as a start because my ex-girlfriend lived there. And I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> it was so funny to me how he felt that it was awkward. But um Yeah. I don't know. I will I will probably tell you more about this in the second episode about this film. But um yeah. <laughs> I had a fun first date and I just wanted to say that fifty first dates to me was like such a such an interesting film because it 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 shows you that the right person is worth putting in the effort in, but also that dates like just how to do dates right or how to do a make a good date i was like 50 huh <laughs> like you have to come up with some interesting stuff there um and you have to keep it interesting and adventures and even though she would forget every day he didn't and he didn't want to do the same day twice so it makes you creative and so now i'm sorry to be creative coming up with the f- second date that's just as good as the first one because that one was good so yeah that's that's it for now i'm aiming for one episode a week i cannot say which day because life is a little too um not chaotic not crazy but just all this fun stuff that i'm doing but i also want to focus more on this because i love talking to you so have a beautiful day please wish me well because I'm trying to get over this feeling of wanting to puke all the time every time I sit or stand up. But I'm going to try it again because I have to walk my dog. So have a beautiful day, my dear. And until next time.